Grace, mercy, and peace be to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the Lord Jesus provides us with a powerful image today. It's an image of Christ on his throne with a myriad of angels surrounding and attending him. He is seated in glory, enthroned as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And gathered before the throne is all the nations, that is, every person who ever was from every corner of creation. The dead have been raised. Those who are alive at the king's return have all been changed. And all who have been raised or changed now stand before the king, and for a moment there is no distinction, no division, at least not yet. The king on the throne surveys all the people from all nations, every single soul that he has created. And he sees before him all those he sought to serve in love. For the shepherd king has laid down his life for all those who have been gathered before him. His desire is that not one of them should perish, but receive eternal life in his name. He suffered the humility of the cross for his creation, so that he could gather to himself a flock purchased with his own blood. Before him are those who have believed this to be the best news that they have ever received, along with those who did not believe that this was good news at all. Now the king looks over all the nations, and he begins the division, as a shepherd does between sheep and goats. He sees those who have lived in repentance and faith to him, and he sees those who have not. To the sheep, to the ones who have received and lived in light of the announcement of the kingdom of God, Those who have lived in repentance and in faith, well, the king sets at his right-hand side, the place of glory, the place of honor, the place prepared for them before the foundation of the world. But to the goats, those who have rejected repentance and faith, those who have rejected the proclamation of the kingdom, he casts out to the place that was prepared for the devil for all of his angels in the fires of hell. As Christ the King sits on the throne and separates the sheep from the goats, this is the final judgment. It is to be said that the day of judgment and the day of salvation, however, were available to each and every person from all tribes and all nations when yet they lived in this age. This is a day not of judgment per se for the sheep, but a day uh, when the verdict is announced, and it's a day of vindication. For the sheep who have lived in repentance and faith, who have lived in light of the king, they will finally be separated from all the unbelief, all the corruption, all the sin that stains us and the whole creation. It's at that time when the wheat and the tares will finally be divided, and the sheep will be vindicated for their faith in Christ. 
the vindicated sheep who have lived in faith to God and in love for their neighbor in this age, will sit in the place of honor with the king in the age that is still yet to come. These are those who have waited and longed for the promises of God to reach their fulfillment. But now, at this day, they are granted access to their inheritance, the kingdom prepared for the foundation of the world. Finally, on this day, they will take possession of the fullness of the promised land. That is to say, the new creation, the new earth under the new heavens, with Christ as the shepherd king in their midst, dwelling with them in the fullness of his glory. Brothers and sisters in Christ, you know that an inheritance is a gift. No one can earn an inheritance through their own works or their own efforts. No amount of social ministry, no amount of prayers offered, no amount of self-sacrifice can secure for someone an inheritance. It's a gift. It must be given freely. The inheritance of the kingdom is no different. You don't earn Christ and his kingdom. You don't earn the gift that he, uh, the gift of life that he freely gives. You don't earn being raised from the dead. You don't earn a new earth to live on. You don't earn a, a place at the right hand of the king. No. Christ has prepared this gift from the foundation of the world. And he offers it freely to all who believe and receive him. Those who sit at the right hand of Christ the King are all those who have believed and received Christ. They have entered into the kingdom. Well, how does one believe and receive Christ? Well, you believe and you receive Christ the King by believing and receiving his messengers who proclaim the kingdom. Earlier in Matthew's narrative, Jesus chose the twelve as his messengers, his ambassadors, those who are going to proclaim the kingdom of God. From Matthew chapter 10, these twelve Jesus sent out, instructing them, go nowhere among the Gentiles, go nowhere among the other nations, and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and proclaim as you go, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent, believe in Christ, the servant king who comes to save. After further instructing them on how some would receive them and others would reject them and their message and even persecute them, Jesus said to the twelve again, Whoever receives you receives me. Whoever receives me receives him who sent me, the Father. The one who receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. The one who receives a righteous person because he is a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And whoever gives one of these little ones, these messengers, these apostles, ambassadors, even a cup of cold water because he is a disciple, truly I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. The twelve were the first sent as messengers, and they were sent first to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. The twelve were sent to herald the arrival of the shepherd king. 
They went to those who had waited for great David's greater king, greater son, and then announced that he has arrived in the person and the work of Jesus of Nazareth. They went to those who were waiting for Ezekiel's prophecy to be fulfilled, and they proclaimed that they need look no further than in Jesus. They pointed to the fact that Jesus is the shepherd king to the lost sheep of Israel. But see, when the lost sheep of Israel did not receive the shepherd king by receiving the messengers that the shepherd king sent, well, then the good shepherd began to gather from flocks that were not his own, so to speak, reaping where he had not sown, gathering where he had sown no seed. The king sent his messengers to the nations, to the Gentiles, authorizing them to to make disciples of all nations by baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey all that, that he has commanded them with the promise that he is with them always to the very end of the age. The twelve disciples, the apostles of the king, are the least of these, my brothers, who were called and authorized to announce the rule and the reign of Christ Jesus the king to the nations. Those who received the twelve apostles and their message of repentance and faith in Jesus well, they in turn received Christ the King himself. And so as the people received and cared for the apostles, they were in turn caring for and receiving Christ the King. The twelve were the strangers who were taken in. Cups of cold water given to them to quench their thirst as they proclaimed They were hungry and they were fed by those who welcomed them into their homes. When they became ill or persecuted or even imprisoned, they were cared for. And in caring for these messengers of the king, people were in turn caring for and serving the king himself. So on the last day, as the nations are gathered before the throne of Christ the king, The king will answer those who cared for his messengers. Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, well, you did it to me. The shepherd king has brought this message to you first from the apostles and pastors down through the ages into this current time. These men who stand in apostolic office who are least of the kingdom yet are sent by the king's authority, called and ordained to proclaim his active rule and reign over all creation to the nations. They speak to you God's word and call you to live a life of repentance and faith in Christ, announcing his kingdom. And as you believe and receive the message, will you believe and you receive the king? To this day, the king sends his messengers to proclaim his kingdom. For the king desires all nations to know what kind of king he is. A good and gracious king. A shepherd king. A king who longs for all creation to know that he is at work restoring and renewing his creation. Binding up the brokenhearted. Healing the hurting. 
Like a shepherd who cares for his flock in love, the king blesses the poor in spirit and gives entrance into his kingdom. He comforts those who mourn. He gives an inheritance to the meek. He feeds the hungry and the thirsty with his very body and blood. And to the persecuted and to those who are in prison for his namesake, he gives share of his kingdom. This is the shepherd king who has laid down his life for you so that you may be included as a sheep of his fold. For our Lord Jesus found you when you were hungry and, you gave, and he gave you himself as the bread of life. He found you when you were thirsty and he gave you the cup of salvation to drink from. He found you a stranger and he brought you into his flock. He found you naked and he clothed you with his righteousness. He found you sick and he visited you. He, he found you in prison and he rescued you and redeemed you even from the gates of hell. This is currently the hidden Christ who continues to call to his sheep through his word and his sacraments by the voice of his messengers, the ones proclaiming the kingdom. This is the now veiled king who leads his people into his kingdom by way of the still waters of holy baptism. This is the king who in this age sets a table for us while we are still in the presence of our enemies of sin, death, and the devil. This is the king who will be revealed to all nations on the last day. For this is the shepherd king who now sits on the throne in glory and who will come again to separate his sheep from the goats. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the king's reign is being proclaimed. And as you receive this proclamation through, your mes through his messengers, you receive also the king. And as you receive the king, then in turn you are set free to care for all of God's creatures, including his messengers. You are set free to love your neighbors as yourself, caring for the poor, the needy, the hungry. As the shepherd king has served you, you are free to serve others with whatever good works that your neighbor requires. You are free to do these good works, not to, not to earn your place in his flock, or to, to somehow gain his, the inheritance, but simply because you are his sheep. And as the good shepherd laid down his life for you, you are free to fear, love, and trust in him above all things. That is your calling until the day when Christ the King comes in glory and gathers the sheep into the green pastures of the new earth under the new heavens. Then and there you will rest from your labors and you will receive the fullness of the king's promise. Then you will hear the shepherd king say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, you inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. It's a powerful image. Believe it, receive it. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus, our shepherd king. Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts 
and our minds in Christ Jesus the King until his coming in glory. Amen.